this very short podcast really is all about relationships. So this podcast actually is an impromptu one. I didn't intend to record a new one today. Uh, I've got a brilliant interview with Terry Hope, who uh, is the editor of Practical Photo Magazine. Uh, we recorded it last week. Uh, it's more or less ready to go out, but I'm just waiting for a few bits and pieces from him as he's out on the road. So as it happened, I was walking back from the gym. So I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here in my gym kit. Uh, it's not a pretty picture. Hot, sweaty, uh, probably a little bit smelly, and completely and utterly unprepared for uh, recording a podcast. However, something's just happened in the gym. And I just wanted to talk about it. And that's the joy, I suppose, of having my own podcast, which is if I want to talk about it, I can. Um, so I was about three quarters of the way through what clearly was an intensive workout, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know me. Um, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it well. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not. I'm lifting the lightest weights, I think. Uh, in there, there are kids. There are like 14 and 15-year-old kids lifting heavier weights than me. A um, bodybuilder, I am not. However, during the, the workout, uh, I caught the eye also, although someone caught my eye, it was, it was um, one of Jake, our son's coaches. Uh, he's his cricket coach. And he caught me and he, he with a huge grin, came and uh, found me and said, oh my God, I heard Jake got a 50. Uh, so that's a half century uh, as a batsman. He had a really good game on Saturday. Trust me, it was a really good game. And Jake doesn't always do quite so well uh, as that. He's a good cricketer. Uh, but he got 50 uh, to the point where we got a text from him Saturday afternoon or late afternoon, early evening, saying, have we got any champagne? Uh, luckily for, for Jake, we did have a bottle. Somebody had bought me a bottle of champagne for something we did here in the business. Um, a really nice vintage uh, bottle of Moet. And so, yes, uh, we did have a champagne. He came home and announced that he had scored, not just scored 50, which is... Uh, a really good score, but he'd also managed to uh, make a couple of catches. He'd, he'd stood in as a wicketkeeper uh, and had made a couple of good catches. So he had a thoroughly good day. Now, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is this, that the coach came and said some stuff about this and how proud and how pleased he was and how impressed he was with the way Jake is uh, and a few bits and pieces uh, to boot. And it made me feel amazing. There is nothing, nothing like being told something nice about your kids or your family to make you feel a million dollars. And that, I guess, is where I'm headed with this podcast. If you're a family photographer, remember this nugget. Remember just how proud you feel if you're a parent. If you're not a parent, kind of climb inside that mindset because there is nothing, trust me, there is nothing that will make me happier than someone telling me something good about my kids. doesn't matter what it is. It's just going to make me feel amazing. So imagine how you feel as a parent if you've just been through a photo shoot and it's been amazing. The kids have laughed. They've been polite. They've been energetic. They're bright. They're intelligent. And of course, they're photogenic. Now, not all our families would tick all of those boxes, nor would yours. Uh, that's not quite what I'm saying. However, it is your job, your job as a photographer to make sure the client feels that way. The way my son's coach, our son's coach has just made me feel in the gym, I am incredibly proud 
Yeah, I mean, I was incredibly proud of Jake anyway. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but to hear it from someone out of the blue, um, come and tell me how proud he was of how well Jake had done, uh, just bowled me over to the point where it cut short my... Um, <laughs> my exercise in the gym. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't feeling it. It, it was fine. Uh, but having spent 10 minutes chatting to, to uh, this really nice guy, of course, I'd gone, got cold and, and frankly, it was all I could do to lift each of the dumbbells and stick them back on the rack. Uh, at some point, I'm going to have to go and do a proper stretch out because I've walked back from the gym sweating uh, and sat down here just to record this podcast. So there's the first of those uh, little bits of a story about relationships. The second one, a different story. And this is uh, this week, for one reason or another, um, where we've been coaching photographers, I've been going back through our history and it's a long and convoluted one. And at some point, I'll make an entire podcast uh, date by date, tracking not just what I was doing, but what Sarah was doing, what Michelle was doing so that you can get a sense of how long it took us to build the business, the steps that we took in doing so, and the, the whole kind of process we went through, the strategy, that our mindset, the way we thought about it, the way we planned it out. I think that might be useful, uh, particularly as I think as we've become bigger uh, and um, more well-known, as I think people put us on a pedestal a little bit. And I'm not sure, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, that's lovely. And we've worked tirelessly to get our photography or get my photography and our business and our service levels to be worthy of being talked about. That's not, you know, I'm not saying that's not a good thing. So it's wonderful. It's lovely when we get emails from people. It's lovely when we get, when we bump into people at conferences or people just ring us up. It's absolutely amazing. Um, But I think sometimes people think that we haven't cried and we haven't had dodgy moments and everything's gone perfectly because, hey, look where we are. And of course, as a business, one of our key strategies was to never talk about the negative. We've only ever talked about the positive. And when you listen to Terry Hope's um, interview on the podcast next week uh, or later this week, whenever I get the final bits and pieces through from him, you'll hear him say actually on the podcast about um, it doesn't matter. It didn't matter how many times I chucked things at him to try and get him to rant a little bit because I thought it'd be fun and I thought it'd be more interesting uh, than everything's great. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. And he's quite right. It's an absolutely solid strategy is to never talk about the negatives. But I think in this context where I'm sitting here talking to lots of photographers who are looking to us to learn lessons, I think occasionally I'm going to have to sit down and actually, you know, talk about some of the things that we learned along the way, some of the really crappy stuff, some of the shitty stuff, some of the stuff that's really made us cry. So I'm piecing that together. Anyway, in the process of doing that, I tripped over a little bit of our story and it coincided with us going out with some uh, friends of ours on Friday night. We went out just uh, on Friday night with some old friends who we met during anti-natal classes. Now, I don't know if I've spoken about this before on a podcast. I've certainly spoken about it before uh, when I've been doing presentations. Now, around the world, everybody has a different way of dealing with the process of becoming a parent. In the UK, there's various groups, NCT groups and NHS groups um, that uh, you join, you get invited along to because you're about to have a baby, which means you're going to go and sit in a room Uh, with a load of other people who are also about to have a baby. And you look around the room and the only thing you have in common with these people is that you had sex at about the same time of the year in broadly the same geographical region. And when you realise that's the only thing you have in common, it all becomes a very, very weird process. 
Anyway, during this these meetings, we met the most incredible couple, Lynn and Jonathan, uh, who are just the nicest people in the world. Um, she is an incredible furniture designer. She was head of the uh, MA in furniture at uh, Bucks University. And Jonathan is an incredible craftsman. He's a cabinet maker extraordinaire. He makes the most beautiful furniture. And uh, one day, um, I'm, I swear... I'm going to get a piece made by him. Uh, it's on my bucket list. Uh, so anyway, we went out for a beer with them. Bearing in mind, uh, we met them uh, 21 and a bit years ago, which is when we were expecting our first Harriet. And um, while we were, were there, uh, she, uh, Lynn happened to mention that she was the uh, course tutor for the uh, Bucks University MA. And I got chatting about various bits and pieces. Now, at that stage, I wasn't a professional photographer, but we stayed in touch. And roll a clock forward, she needed some photography doing back in 2010. So this is uh, nine years ago now. And so I rocked over to uh, Box University in High Wycombe. Um, they didn't have much budget, but it was Lynn and everything Lynn does is really cool. So I agreed to go along and do a kind of, you know, whatever the students can bung me, whether it's cash or beer, uh, then I'll take it. And Lynn, before I arrived, had said to me, there's this brilliant student. She's into her photography. She's a great, great uh, garden furniture designer, uh, but she really enjoys taking pictures of it. Would you mind spending a bit of time with her talking about photography before you do the shoot. And I said, yeah, of course. So I went and met this incredible, incredible person called Jackie. Now, uh, I sat for her with a bit talking about photography and Jackie helped coordinate that day's shoot. It wasn't her graduation year. She was the year below, uh, but she helped coordinate and she was fantastic. She was uber organized, really smart, really funny, great photographer too. And just incredibly likable. In 2011, I went back and did a second shoot for them. And this time, Jackie's work uh, was in front of the camera because it was her graduating year. Um, and again, uber organized, uber lovely. Um, just one of those incredible people. Now, what you need to know is there's about 20 miles between High Wycombe, where the university is, and our studio here or our village here where we live. Um, and so one day, I am walking down the street outside my house doing a shoot. Uh, it was in the days when we had a little studio attached to the side of the house and it, uh, we needed to expand. We knew that, but we could not for the life of us find a good location uh, that ticked all the boxes. You know, it wasn't too far away. The rent wasn't too high. It was somewhere clients would love to be, et cetera, et cetera. You've all been through this, trying to find a studio space that reflects the brand you think you'd like is really tough going because of course as a photographer as an artist you want it to be funky you want it to be quirky uh, you want it to be really cool so people like come in here and then you want it to be quite cheap as well because frankly um, there's a limit to what you can afford certainly when it's your first commercial studio so i'm walking with a client taking pictures outside just down the road from our house and literally, not figuratively, literally, I bumped into someone coming backwards out of a gate. There's a gate in the wall on the side of the street. Somebody came out of backwards in overalls. I walked into her and did a proper what the moment. We looked at each other and it was Jackie. It was this lady from Bucks Uni. And I said, well, blimey, Jackie, what on earth are you doing here? You're miles away from where you should be. And what are you doing? She said, well, the gardener for Turn End Garden is away for a couple of weeks. So I'm just standing in giving the guys a hand. I'd never heard of Turn End Garden. I had no idea at that stage what Turn End Garden was. 
So I said, blimey, what on earth is is that? And she said, oh, you know, Turnhill Garden is world famous. Well, you do feel a bit embarrassed when you realise you live two doors down from a world famous garden and you didn't know what it was. And as a footnote to that, it transpires quite a lot of my friends from university have been to visit the garden without realising it. It was right outside... um, our house. I mean, it's in the days before we lived here, but they came here to visit the garden. I'd still never heard of it. And she said, oh, yeah, she said, it's really famous. Oh, OK. And I said, are you here for long? No, it's only two weeks. And I said, who owns it? She said, oh, a guy called Peter Aldington OBE. He's a world-famous architect. Oh, OK. <laughs> I didn't know that either. So I'm living two doors down from a world-famous garden owned by a world-famous architect, and I'm completely oblivious about this. And the gate, the, one of the side gates to the garden spills out onto the road on which I live. You could not make this up. Anyway, at the end of the sentence, I was about to say, oh, yeah, she said, and you know that office just down there with a big cool door, a big cool door in the front? She said, he owns that too. Does he? Really? Yeah, she said. And I said to her then, do you think if ever the lease came up that he would consider having a photographer take up the building? I'd never been in the building. and At that time, it was owned by an engineering company. It was leased by an engineering company. Uh, clearly, who are a lot bigger than a one-camera photographer outfit. Uh, but I said, do you, do you think he'd fancy that? And she sort of laughed and said, well, I have no idea. I'll ask him. I kid you not, 15 minutes later, I got the nicest possible email from Peter Aldington, OBE, our current landlord, to say, would I be willing to go and have a chat with him? That was in 2011. It took us until 2012 when the lease eventually came up and the company that was in here um, said they didn't want to renew it. And so we had to wait a little bit. But in the meantime, I'd made friends with this incredible, incredible um, architect and his wife, Margaret, with this incredible trust that own and run the garden. Uh, Jackie now is permanent here. She's the estate manager and she looks after all of it. Uh, And we have the studio with the big, cool door on the front simply because I made friends with people back in the day when myself and Sarah were learning how to breathe when it came to giving birth. And that's what relationships are like. You never know quite how they're going to bear fruit. Uh, but it's important that you keep them. It's important that everybody, everybody that you think is something, you, you always think positively about people. I'm, I'm wired like that. I'm hardwired like that. I always think the best of people. It takes quite a lot uh, for someone to piss me off. It happens. Of course it happens. Um, but actually, nine times out of ten, I just, you know, think people are great. And isn't it a, a real pleasure to work with people? And because of that, and because the way myself and Sarah are around our clients, we have all sorts of stories like this. But I thought this uh, would be a particularly um, interesting one, uh, given that we'd actually been out for a beer with Lynn and Jonathan uh, last week. It's the first time we've seen them in the wild. But it's exactly the same as it always was. We sat in the pub and we laughed. And so to Lynn and Jonathan, thank you for being amazing. To Jackie, thank you uh, for uh, just being a, a fantastic person and, uh, you know, staying and actually recognising me. I don't know what would have happened if neither of us had recognised each other, uh, but fortunately we did. Uh, and thank you in the end to Jake's coach for making one parent incredibly, incredibly proud and happy. And that is the end of this very short, sweaty podcast. I won't do any more like this, I promise. I'll, I'll go home and have a shower next time I'm doing a podcast. Uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, I'm going to say the usual stuff. Uh, though it doesn't seem to make any difference whether I say it or not. 
Uh, please do uh, rate us and review us wherever you can. It helps other people find it, uh, which would be really, really nice of you. Uh, so go on, do your good deed for the day. Um, hop across to masteringportraitphotography.com. Uh, there's new content going up all the time. I've recorded a new video today. That should go up in a couple of days' time. Um, and I recorded one last week on how to record actions in Photoshop. And we're trying to do these little short snapshots in Photoshop, called Photoshop Shorts, uh, interspersed around some of the other stuff. Uh, also look out for the magazine articles we've got coming out at the moment so all in all a very busy time and above all else remember be kind to yourself good night